Hello, thank you so much for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of our post today is The Great Advantage. I want to mention a dream today that I believe, in part, was about the Supreme Court overturning Roe. I addressed the dream given to Greg Hood with a fair amount of detail a few months back so I will not revisit all of it. I've included the entire dream at the end of the post for those of you that want to take another look. In summary, the Ecclesia and Kingdom of Darkness were contending for America. This was pictured by a baseball game. The event was called the World Seers Series. Four batters on Team Ecclesia faced the opposing pitcher. I and other prophetic voices felt that our four batters represented assignments and strategies in the four quarters of 2022. Without restating the details and complete interpretation, we felt the first quarter represented a concerted prayer effort to remove the hold of a religious spirit over America. The spirit of religion seeks to promote form without power, erode intimacy with God, remove Holy Spirit's influence, and more. We were given very specific assignments through which to do this, culminating with a private prayer gathering in Washington, D.C. on 222, February 22nd. Though the fruit of this will take time to manifest, we are beginning to see signs of such and are confident our assignment was accomplished. Again, without giving details, it seemed clear to us that the second quarter, April to June, through June, was about abortion and the Supreme Court reversing Roe. Obviously, this occurred with a week left in the quarter. Here's the portion of the dream that we, we feel applies to the upcoming third quarter of this year. And this is that portion of the dream. Dutch then called from the dugout. I was the coach in the dream. I called from the dugout, Hammond, you are up. Jane Hammond grabbed a bat and stepped from the dugout. Dutch said to her, they will position themselves at the wall because they know you can break the home run record with one swing of your bat. I feel you should bunt towards third. She replied, that's exactly what I was thinking. I've noticed that the third baseman does not have the rapidness in his eyes that he thinks he has. As Jane stood in the batter's box, we could see the number on her jersey, 4851. The pitcher mocked, as, mocked her as she waited for the pitch. He threw a fastball high and just outside the corner of the plate, missing the strike zone. Jane stood still. She never even twitched. 
Seeing this, the angel, Gabriel, our third base coach, looked, on, looked at the runner on second base and gave him the signal to steal third as soon as the pitcher started his windup. The pitcher drew back his arm, and as soon as he did, the runner left second base. He was so fast, it was almost as if he supernaturally appeared at third on third base. This confused the pitcher as he saw our runner out of the corner of his eye, stepping on third base. He pitched the ball, and it came to the plate. It was low, just outside the strike zone. At this point, Dutch stepped outside our dugout and motioned to Jane to come over to him. He leaned into her and said, let the next two pitches go through. No swinging at what he's throwing. This will give us the strategy we need to win this. Some thought Dutch was thinking the pitcher was tired and wouldn't be able to throw any more strikes that he would walk her, but this wasn't the case. Jane stepped back into the batter's box and did as Dutch had coached her to do. The next pitch came hard and fast. Strike one, the umpire shouted, then laughed. The next pitch came as a changeup, very slowly. Strike two. Jane stepped out of the batter's box and took a deep breath, looking back at Dutch. He motioned Jane back to where he was standing and said, The count is two and two. We are at the right point to bunt down the third baseline. Jane approached the plate again and positioned herself. The pitcher released a curveball. She bunted it down the third baseline, which caught the third baseman off guard. Batters don't normally bunt with two strikes. If they bunt a foul ball, they're out. He moved very slowly and retrieved the ball, but he didn't throw to first base out of fear that our runner on third would advance to home plate. Consequently, our runner on first easily moved to second, and Jane ran to first. Now the bases were loaded. End of this part of the dream. There is more to the dream, but I believe this portion is about the third quarter of the year. Our third batter, Jane Hammond, could have tried for a home run. She was obviously capable, and to have successfully done so would have broken the home run record. Her actions speak of humility. I believe Holy Spirit is saying this is a time for the ecclesia to walk in humility. This is not a time to gloat over the victory we just achieved. It isn't a time to mock and belittle those who disagree with us. If we do so, we will alienate those we want to reach. Also, pride will cause us to fail. Take the humble approach. Jane was unmoved by the enemy's mocking. 
and the pitches he was throwing. No swinging at what he is throwing, she was told. And the dream later says, Jane stood still. She never even twitched. This is a warning to not be distracted by what Satan does during the season, during this season. We must listen to Holy Spirit's strategies, not be moved by what the powers of darkness say or do. The dream shows that God has a plan to surprise the enemy, the powers of darkness in this season. They were expecting Jane to attempt a home run, but she was instructed not to do so. She was to bunt and do so at a time when they would never have suspected it. God has surprises coming. And Jane is a prophet. I believe the dream shows that God is going to give very important strategies to prophetic leaders in this season. We must listen closely to them. I also believe it is a caution to prophets and we who are prophetic to walk in the humility demonstrated by Jane. We must not sensationalize, try to hit home runs with our revelation, prophetic words, etc. We must listen carefully to Holy Spirit and only say what He gives us to say. And lastly, the number Jane wore on her jersey is the number of the Greek word in Strong's Concordance, meaning to bring together, causing an advantage. This is the word Jesus used in John 16, 7, when he said it was to our advantage that he went back to heaven. This was because he would send Holy Spirit to us. In his fleshly body, Jesus could only be one, in one place at, at a time. When Holy Spirit came, he would be in us, not just with us, and could be in or with all of us all the time. I believe this is telling us Holy Spirit is coming, being sent or coming this quarter. That he is about to be poured out in powerful and unexpected ways over the summer months. He and he alone is our advantage. Only his strategies, power, and presence will give us victory. We must humble ourselves and ask for him to move in exceptional ways, starting now. This coming of Holy Spirit was made possible by the Supreme Court's ruling. Holy Spirit is now about to load the bases positioning us to win the game. America shall be saved. The shaking must and will continue, but we must not be alarmed or distracted by this.
It is what we have asked for, the exposing and removing of evil in our land. Keep appealing to heaven, church. It still works. Let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for your deliverance from the evil decree of Roe. We believe that in your mercy, you are cleansing us from the national corporate defilement it brought upon us. Wash us in the blood of Jesus. May it flow from your mercy seat to the heart of our nation. We thank you also for delivering us from the effects of a religious spirit, having a form of godliness without power, a reputation that we're alive when, in reality, spiritual death controls us. Forgive us for rejecting Holy Spirit. We now turn ourselves to the next, the third quarter of this year. As we do, we humble ourselves before you. No victory we gain is from our own strength. You are the strength of our lives. You are the greater one. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come to us in extraordinary ways. Come in power, revelation, salvation, and deliverance. You are our advantage. You make the difference. May the next three months mark a distinct shift in your activity in and across this nation. Shake what must be shaken. Strengthen that which remains. Refresh the leadership of your ecclesia, especially those who lead us prophetically. We ask for them to be fine-tuned more so than ever before. We ask that they be convicted by you to weigh their words very carefully, to listen until they are confident they are releasing only your words. And we ask that all of us are reminded to be alert. Enable us to recognize the attacks and strategies of the enemy meant to distract us. We declare now that by your grace and strength, we will not be distracted in this season. And we pray all of these things in Christ's name, Father. Amen. And our decree, we declare that Holy Spirit is our great advantage. He will not fail. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me. Keep praying. Let's pray and be diligent as we move into this third quarter. Ask for Holy Spirit to come in extraordinary ways. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a good day.